Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Simp the Nerdy. I'm your host, Stephen. I'm joined today by another unusual panel. We still got Steve. How's it going, guys? We've got Jacob. Hey. We've got Tyler. How's it going? And we got David. Hey. And we're here to talk about Forza Horizon versus Gran Turismo. The first point of Forza Horizon that I really like is the open world with tons to do besides racing with the focus on exploration. Um, there's drift challenges around the world. There's speed challenges, danger signs where you have to go off these little ramps and see how, how, how much air you can get, uh, before you land, <laughs> not how much air, but how much, uh, feet you get before you hit the floor. Uh, experience points, signs to smash, fast travel signs to smash. And then you got these little barn finds is what they call them. They hide them around the world and every now and then it'll pop up saying, Hey, we hear that there's a barn over here holding a vintage car. You should go check it out. Then you have to drive over to that area and scout out the land until you find the barn. And then you find this old vintage car that you can then take and rebuild into something. Uh, but that's, yeah, I love that focus on exploration in the Forza Horizon game. So it's a video game. Basic, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Which is which is the point, right? Because Gran Turismo is a simulator. That's right. Yeah, Gran, Gran <laughs> Turismo. Not, not a video game. Yeah, Gran Turismo. It it it's a it it's called a video game, but I don't think of it as much of a video game. Uh, the whole purpose of Gran Turismo is to teach you how to race, and that's why it, it, it's just it's made by gearheads. It's made for gearheads. The intent is to is to see the beauty in the lines and in the in the uh, in the art of racing. And so you're right. You're never going to see. I'm sorry. I'm going to go at you. This oh, you should, you I'm should. going hard. I go right away, hard. right out of the box. Bring it on. Um, it, it's not about how far you can jump or how high. It's a little bit about how fast you can go. But that's no fun if you can always blow the doors off everybody else. Like you want to have similarly uh, uh, tuned cars so that you know it's actual race. And it's so it's really intended to. It's it's a driving simulator. It's it's intended to teach you how to race from beginning to end. So this is kind of like the Microsoft Flight Simulator for cars. That yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's Microsoft Flight Simulator that was always the standard. You could say literally, you could learn how to fly almost. That's it. Yep. And uh, so this is now the the kind of the analog or the analogous, but with cars. That's right. That's right. Cool. I mean, I was going to say, a lot of that sounds like what you can do in Burnout Paradise. Hidden bought this game. It was just this Burnout Paradise. I'd never heard of the Burnout series before that. And then you can smash gates, and you can go off ramps and see how high you get. I never thought that uh, Forza would be so much like that. All right. On paper, it sounds a lot like it. Right. Now, they have the other Forza Motorsport games, which is more of a focus of a driving simulator, similar to what you're talking to. But I don't even, I don't even touch... I touched those. I touched the horizon. Well, then the open world. Uh, there are really some good games out there. There's like F1. Uh, that that it's specifically F1. They'll take you all the way down to the base, like the little carts that you have to learn on. They're like go karts, but they're fast, um, and they'll train you and all that. And really, what like I'll tell you, one of the things that I learned that really blew my mind when you are racing in real life or in Gran Turismo. You can't do more than 100% of anything. Have you heard this one before? No. So you can't do more than 100% of anything. If you are going pedal down on the floor straight, you can mash that thing and go 100%. But as soon as you turn, what happens? The front tires will, like, you'll either, the power from the powertrain will push you forward while you're turning, 
In other words, you're understeer, you're not turning, or it'll like the, it'll grab the road and it'll crank. You could end up flipping. You can't go a hundred percent fast and a hundred percent turn. Mm-hmm. What about if you're coming hard into a turn all the way off the gas, you mash down the brake a hundred percent and turn the wheel. What happens? Same thing. Yeah. You know, all this cause of real life, mm-hmm. real life doesn't allow you to crank the hard over. But when you play a lot of these other games, sorry, gamers out there, when you play these other <laughs> games, you're like, of course, you're going to mash the brake and crank the wheel and then mash the accelerator and then crank. Like, you're going to do all those things. Mario Kart, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Hey, and is it, by the way, <laughs> love Mario Kart. Yeah. It's a great game, but it doesn't teach you how to drive unless you're throwing banana peels and turtle shells to people. Why can't yeah. Mario Kart teach me how to drive? If I could do that, I could learn to drive from like six years old. That's right. <laughs> exactly. I like that. Uh, we kind of touched on it on our last video, but um, I want to touch on upgrades and customization. So in Forza Horizon, you have um, skill points that you can earn for each car. Each car has its own skill tree, and you earn points for each, indiv- each, each individual car, and you can kind of upgrade that tree as you go, which is nice. Uh, then you have auto and customizable upgrades that you can do yourself. Um, and then you can, yeah, custom designs and paint mm-hmm. your, your vehicles however you want. And it sounds like you can do the same in, in uh, Gran Turismo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, really, uh, if, if you end up in a like an actual race car, like all tricked out race car, there's a little bit you can do to it, but usually not very much. Because nope. it's already, they've already put all the mods and stuff on there. You can mess with the paint and de- decals and there's really cool stuff. But I'm sure it's like, you can do the same thing at Forza. You probably do the same thing anywhere. I'm assuming Forza has a um, like a site that you can go to and you can pull already done designs. Yep, that's where I found the Lightning McQueen, and you can find some really cool stuff on those. People do some pretty awesome, yeah, creative things. Oh, they're super impressive. And now I would download those just to figure out. Oh, that's how they did that. Oh, that's how you can you know. And then you, then you start to do your own. So. That's the artistic side. Like you can express yourself creatively. Yeah. Uh, that way. When I first got Gran Turismo, it was uh, right when Russia had invaded Ukraine. I'll bet you didn't think this was going to go political, but it is. Um, it was right when Russia had invaded Ukraine, so everybody's car was blue on top and yellow on bottom. Yeah. Uh, or they had a little Ukraine flag everywhere. Like, you know, putting the flag on this car is going to get Russia to stop invading. I don't know what they were thinking, but but it was it was topical. So everything was Russia Ukraine. Um, but what I, what I truly love about these games is you can add on like a racing muffler and racing suspension, or you can just put on an upgraded muffler and an upgraded suspension Yep. and you can do like in a, the, the, the number of permutations, which I'm sure it's written down somewhere, all the millions and billions and kajillions of, of alterations you can make to these cars. And you realize a little tweak here and a little adjustment there, and you just keep grinding you keep going through these tracks and you, you take that turn and you can't hold the turn you know you're doing it right but you can't hold the turn right. as you go back you put on a different part you adjust it a little bit you try it again you fly off the track you adjust it again you fly a little less and you're just trying to find that perfect point where now all of a sudden you can take that turn and that means now the car is perfectly tuned for that track under those conditions at that day Jeez, that is real <laughs> racing. <laughs> My brain hurt from listening to all that. That sounds crazy. I love it. Another point uh, that I got here is the different types of races you can do. 
that's another reason why I like the Forza Horizon game so much. There's a lot of different varieties. So you got road racing, street racing, drag racing, dirt racing, and cross country racing, which cross country is the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so much fun. You're like half on road, half off roading, and oh, it's it's a blast. But I just learned uh, last night as we were, I was playing it with uh, Jacob and Tyler that the Grand Turismo kind of does the same thing. Does a lot of that. Actually, you just said something that I, if uh, I, uh, is it Yamauchi, Yamaguchi, whoever the guy is that uh, that designed Gran Turismo, I should know. There's like a cult following on the guy. I should know. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, if I could make any recommendation to him, a Smoking the Bandit style cross country race would be amazing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about getting chased by the police or having to drive my car under a semi or all the gamey stuff. Right. But to go from one end of the country to the other or from one state to another, like that would be pretty cool to to do a race across that way. And what you just described, uh, there was a track in an early Gran Turismo game that had a mix of road race and like street racing yeah, and off-road racing. Like, so you would like, you're drifting half the course and then which is great because you're sliding everywhere and it's really fun. Yep. And all of a sudden you hit concrete and your tires just stick immediately. Yep. <laughs> and now you're like, it's a it's totally different kind of race. It is. Um, I love it so much. So yeah. I want to say it was Tahiti. I love the contrast. Anyway. Yeah, I do wish they still had that. But yeah, yeah, you you there are drift trials, so there's some drifting in there. Um and then there's uh just road race, there's off-road. Um there's trucks, there's cars, like you could, there's a, a certain license test where you have to, you're driving like a Silverado or something, um, which is really, it's, I don't know how to describe it, but you feel like you're in this big Silverado truck and you're sitting here holding the PS5 controller. I can't even explain it, but it's really cool. There's also a, a, a World War II authentic Jeep race, which is so much fun. It's off-road, it's really cool. Um, and, uh, they call it Willie's, Willie's Jeep or something like that. Sick. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. They did the very, something very similar with Microsoft in Forza Horizon 4. I think it was the fourth game where they did a Master Chief race. Yeah. <laughs> they brought in the Master Chief vehicle and, uh, you were doing this little race. That's awesome. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. Uh, the, the last point I have here is that ideal driving patterns with visuals that guide you on when to brake and uh, where the ideal locations are for turning and stuff. Yeah. Um, I was going over with these two last night, and Grand Turismo again does the same thing. Just do it. They do it a little bit differently than I. I like. I like it. The fours are way better, which is uh, the, the track. I mean, the ideal track, right? Location to be driving is is highlighted in blue. Mm -hmm. when you can just you know floor it and you're fine and you're not going to lose control of the car but when you need to start braking or heavy braking it'll change from blue to yellow and then red yeah a solid red and you know when you need to brake and when you need to do it and uh gran turismo what did you guys say it, it did uh, it's like the speedometer, the speedometer at the bottom it'll turn red the closer you are to return yes and if you're going too fast it'll tell you to brake Sometimes you can make flash turn, but it flashes. But it flashes when you you're too. It's too late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's too late. yeah, yeah. You learned that one. <laughs> I learned that the hard way the other day. Now, for the record, I'm not good at either of these games, which is why I definitely feel like the Forza Horizon game is better because it's more 
it's more gamified, more, more exploration, more forgiving. There's a rewind button. If I do something bad, I can just hit rewind, go back a couple seconds and try that turn again. And just like in real life. <laughs> just like in real life. <laughs> Sorry, Scanella. So, but you should, you should not help it. <clears throat> and they say Forza isn't a simulation. Right. It's a, it, it can be, but yeah, but not, not the way I play it. <laughs> but uh, anyway. I typically like that, that that track highlighted that way better just because I'm not looking down beneath my car to see all those vibes. I'm looking where I'm going next to know when I need to turn to make those make those tight. Yeah, that that, uh, that change that you saw in Gran Turismo came about in the last couple of versions. Okay. It used to be, uh, it was a line on the track and it was, I think it was white and then yellow and red or okay, white. So we're kind of the same thing. Yeah, they used to have that on there, and I I liked it a lot. Um, it, it, now you can turn all that those assists off too, right? You can you, do all the way. Them do the same thing. For but uh, but but Grinch is what changed it. It was really awkward at first. I didn't understand what was flashing at me, and next thing I know, I had a wall on my face. Like yep. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I just it just time. I've gotten used to it. Okay. Um, I wonder why they went to that design. Yeah, I. It was obviously trying to solve some sort of problem. Yeah, it's probably more simplistic. But I don't know. Maybe that. Because someone complained they didn't like the line in the road, I guess. I don't know. I uh, but I'm with you. I, I actually did like the line that had the colors in it. If it, if there were a toggle option, I would take it. In a second. Um, I did like that better. Sweet. But after a while, I mean, the whole point of the game is I don't, like, there are certain races, like that 24-hour race, that I don't even look at. I know when to break because I feel it. Right. I know coming in how fast I can go. I know what tap of the brake or is it a hard brake? And I know to accelerate slowly out or, and I, you can actually feather as you're hitting the gas to get, and you just like, cause the, the physics of the car, the car is rolling, right? right? Your whole body in the car is rolling. And so if you tap it just right, you roll just right. And it's almost like skiing, right? right. Like you're like floating into those corners. Right. Um, and that's what those lines are trying to get you to do but it's not as clear. Like the line is trying to get you to float into that spot and then you can gun it coming out. Right. That's the apex. Right. It's really fun. <laughs> now, Microsoft, I'm gonna call you out. Everyone's controllers are adapting and constantly evolving and changing. Yours has stayed the same for what? Two generations, three generations now? Uh, with the, uh, as I was playing Gran Turismo last night, feeling the rumble when when I was going off road uh, on one side of the car, I could feel it on that side of the controller, and it was so cool. It's legit. <laughs> it's not fun. It's all fun. Microsoft, if you are off on one side of the car, just one tire, the whole controller rumbles, mm. which is fine. You need to have a rumble, but but ah, oh, if you could just feel it on the one side versus the other side, and then ah, oh, I could just I could feel the road in the controller as I was driving on it. It was so intuitive. And it, it was so it, great. So if, if we're yelling at the industry, may I have a rant as you well? Can. Go ahead. Okay. Rant on. Uh, it, it is not that expensive to build an amazing wheel. These wheels are so ridiculous. Um, you can buy, I, I bought a hundred dollar wheel because I thought, you know, it's a hundred bucks. That's a lot of money to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm old. Nope. Um, so about a hundred bucks was like a lot of money and it's the crappiest wheel ever. It's actually worse than using the controller. Ooh. And so now it just sits in my garage. To get to a decent size wheel, and I'm talking metal shaft, metal gearing, um, something that actually locks down tight, where you're going to get force feedback, you're going to feel the jump in the wheel, everything you felt in the controller, you're going to yeah. feel. Like you're trying to get as close as you can to having your butt in that seat 
without putting your butt in the seat. Yes. And it is so hard to get there, right? Um, the, the best I've found is like 700 bucks. And it's crazy that I would spend 70 for a game and 500 for the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And then another seven on top. I got a $700 for the wheel. Are you kidding? So I'm sorry, get over yourself. Or <laughs> I'm going to go out and build a freaking wheel and I'm going to sell a billion of them because I know how to price those things. So it's not like these ridiculous wheels they've got. Love it. And I've always wanted one of those. But, but they are. To the defense of the manufacturers, though, you got to have all kinds of servos and all kinds of like motors or whatnot to actually put significantly more force on a wheel versus a controller. So, you know, it's kind of hard for them to say, you know, we can keep it around $100 or less and have, now you're talking much, much more sophisticated, maybe much bigger, more powerful, you know, to get your steering wheel to really shake. Right. The shake and learn hard right. without being wimpy. They yes. probably got to really beef everything all up. But if it's got even some forward back to it, all those servos, you know, it, it, it's not just a little tiny controller anymore. It's got little small ones that are kind of cheaper to build. But now we're talking, yeah. let's get But 700, Dave, you have a hard time. Uh, it's on it. That's more than the game console. That's and, by, the game. and by the way, 700 is the low end of, of so they're like 1500, 2000 yeah. to get a really like, that kid in that movie is probably was probably just like a two thousand dollar wheel. Oh, I'm sure you know. And I, and then after that, like some people have built cockpits for their house, so you can climb into this cockpit with the wheel mounted in it, and now you're like legit racing in your home. That the cockpit doesn't move, but the oh, oh no, the wheel still up. Don't worry, they have a heater that lasts it up to hundred. That's right. Yeah, that blows hot air on you and make you sweat. But no, to your point, David, I can I can see that's where the prices would probably go up is getting that that rumble right in that wheel where if you're off-roading and you're trying to turn it makes it harder to turn one way or because it fights you but it takes a lot a lot more force you'd have to have a plug-in with a pretty serious power supply that can put a lot of force on that steering wheel because now you're talking your hands are on strong guys driving you know it can't be just a little wimpy you know well they want it as realistic as possible that's why you want this right in the first place and so and you might even have to anchor it down to the t- you know to a table or something because mm-hmm. it would pick the steering wheel right up off the mm-hmm. yeah but even the cheap ones come with a little clamp yeah a bit of clamps on it. you know so you're talking some pretty serious maybe electronics and servos in there that might you know just they may not have many options to so dave it sounds like right. you and i can solve this problem <laughs> we go into cool. business, build our own. I'll sell them. You just have to build all right. Hey, hurry here first. That's right. It'll be a simply nerdy branded uh, string. There you go. There you go. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Come on. You know, everyone at home, you'd buy it. You know, you'd buy it. You'd buy it a second. Yep. So exactly. you know what it reminds me of, though? I was thinking, you know, those those headphones you used to have, um, it was a skull candy where I still, when you would go into the bass notes, they didn't really put bass notes in there. They just put like a vibrating, yeah. low frequency uh, shaking setup in there. And it kind of made you feel like it was low bass. And I thought, could you do that with a steering wheel where it didn't, you know, it just had some actuators that just really shook, mm-hmm. you know, and it didn't have to be sophisticated money-wise, you know, uh, electronics, but 
it did the job where it, you could really feel it. And it yep. was like, oh my gosh, this steering wheel is really shaking. I better get back on the road and stop, you know, getting too close to the seat. You know what I love about this will be patented after this episode. <laughs> what I love about having an engineer at the table is he's actually thinking how to make it work. Yes. And all I could think of is that would be so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but maybe you don't worry about it being quite so sensitive to, you know, a little bit and it getting bigger and bigger. You have it kind of, you know, maybe a low powered one to get you the initial feel. But then when it really shakes, it yeah. just it shakes or it doesn't, you know, yeah. and it's forceful. And everybody's like, whoa. Now, if you can get someone to stand behind me and when I'm in a hard turn, they push on me. <laughs> that'd be great. Now, OK, now, because then I'm like, whoa, I'm getting pushed. Now, here, guys, here's the next cool thing that we got to we got to we got to work on is then you put a helmet on. That shakes as well. Oh, it's so <laughs> <I'm trying> to <laughs> steering with a vice with with the screen of the game projecting. Yeah, there it is. I'm gotta have the headset on. I wouldn't worry about the screen so much. I worry more about you listening, Meta. You probably are right now. You have a helmet that shakes, so your head's shaking, the steering wheel's shaking, and you're like, you gotta get back onto the road. It's got little actuators yeah. punching them in the side of the ass because you think about it. You know, in real life, when you're driving, your head doesn't stay still. You're trying to hold yourself together while well, you know, the whole car shaking. Okay, are we just basically recreating the suit from Redder Player One? Is that what <laughs> we're doing right now? <laughs> That's probably what we're doing. So, but, well, it, you know, I suppose that we'd have to worry about a lawsuit if somebody say, my brain, yeah. I can't, my memory is good when I play Gran Turismo. And they'll say, I'm just going to back to Forza where I can see how far I can. Say, That's right. Let's say, no. I'm an expert driver, but now I have no memory. <laughs> That's right. That will not go away. No, uh, I could still hear the rumble. <laughs> the rumble. The rumble. It's like rate your ears ringing. It never goes away. I mean, my head's shaking all day, and my ears are ringing, and my hands are shaking. You little play the game. That's when it goes away. That's when it goes away. So I will say, uh, and I don't know how Forza is on this, so I'm going to take a shot at my own game. Okay. Because as much as I love Gran Turismo and what they've done in the past, they have uh, they've really made the game... Uh, distasteful in some ways. So uh, in the past, if you wanted a really cool car, you race your tail off and you can eventually get a really cool car. Where it's gotten to now is you got to pay. If you want to get a really cool car, you end up having to pay for this stuff. And yeah, you can still grind and still drive and still earn money, but they don't even make the cars available to you sometimes. Like it, it might just show up here or there. Um, that is a downside for this, for a, for a, uh, for a simulator, I hate calling it a game, for a simulator to have a game feature that means I can't simulate what I want to simulate, that it, it cheapens it in my mind. And so I'm curious on Forza, like, do you have the whole universe of cars available from day one, all the tuning options, like, do you just have everything right away or do you have to earn it or go find it in a barn hunt? And like, well, how does that work? You have them right away. As soon as you have the credits available, you can upgrade it. And you can That's better. Um, however, you do not have all the cars from the get-go. There's some cars you got to earn by doing different achievements or doing different things to different challenges. Or the cars haven't been developed yet for the game, so they're working on it. But then they'll release it in DLC waves or something. Yeah. Um, some for free updates, some paid, but uh, but they do come. Hmm. But when they do come, yeah, you can, you can fully upgrade it and customize it however you want from the get-go. Yeah. I thought you have the money. As long as you have the credits. Well, yeah, exactly. In-game in credits. Yeah. Cool. Dollars. Well, and, and I <laughs> and I respect 
I respect Polyphony and, and that whole team. And they're, they're trying to build a product that you don't just pay once and it, it, you know, that's the game that you bought, but they're trying to build something that can grow within itself. And I get that. Mm-hmm. I would get to that cost money, but the way they've done it is just, it feels cheap to me. I feels like they're, they're just trying to get into my wallet. Take advantage. Yeah. And I, yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't let into that. You heard it here first. No, this is like the eight millionth time anyone's complained about it. <laughs> if you go on any of the boards, uh, if you if you watch any of the, the the reviews, anything, it's like the number one thing people complain about it is they just pimped out the game to to like you have to you have to spend money to get and and I refused, so I decided that the whole point of the game was to grind, was to learn the tracks, and that's why some of these tracks I can I've got them timed, like I can race them almost with a shield on, like I can just keep going because I know where all the turns are. Um, Tyler and I. I hadn't touched it in, I don't know, six months. Yeah, and yeah, and I couldn't remember the name of the race that I knew really well. And we finally figured out which one it was, which car it was, and it took me a lap. And at the end of that lap, I was like, I was on autopilot again. Yeah, because I would, I, I would get up at like four thirty in the morning because my wife hates it when I'm playing the game. Um, <laughs> so I get up at like four thirty in the morning, and I would race this race, this twenty four hour race. It's called the twenty four hour. You're not actually racing for twenty four. You race for 30 minutes. It's a timed race. Whoa. And I'd run it three times and you'd get like crazy amounts of credits. You could buy anything in the game if you just hit these certain certain races. Well, I did that every morning for, I don't know, months on end. And I had all this cash built up. And so I could still buy whatever I want or uh, pick up. If I need more money, I just got to run that race two or three times and you've got tons of money again. Dang. So anyway, it's fun, but uh, I just refuse to spend my actual hard-earned, real-life, not-simulated money within a game mm-hmm. bugs me. Mm-hmm. Well, well, if there's anything well, else we can talk about, go ahead, Steve. Have we convinced you of anything? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, you remain un- unmoved. I'm, I'm just kidding. No, I now know the difference between a gamified experience and a simulator. Okay. So you don't like the simulator. There is, you prefer there is, the game. I prefer the game, <laughs> I, but I see the value now in the simulator. Experience. So, all right. So, you are we going to simulate a little bit? We are going to simulate. Okay. A bit. All right. Sounds so. good. Uh, if you like this episode, please give us a like and subscribe. It always helps us out. And uh, let us know down in the comments below what you think of Gran Turismo, what you think of Forza Horizon, or the Forza Motorsport. I'm sorry, I'm not a Forza Motorsport player, but uh, maybe I can dip my toes in that a little. Uh, but yeah, let us know down in the comments below. And if you would buy a Simply Nerdy branded steering wheel and a mechanism. So let us let us know. Well, maybe we'll start working on it. Yeah, you tell us how much you're willing to pay. We'll, set, we'll decide if we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, until next time, guys. Keep, keep it nerdy. nerdy.